the shore where the mountains meet the sea In a clapboard shack by a broken down tree There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, see podcast. I'm Chris Jeffa. And I'm Katie Norger. And with us this week is a fabulous, uh, funky butt lover. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a not great the... way to introduce somebody. <laughs> well, you know. I'll take it. A hilarious stand-up comedian. <laughs> no, that's not the most important thing about him. Yeah, I am first and foremost a butt lover. And, uh, <laughs> secondarily, a, a Canadian human comedian. Yes. I think that's how that well, I'm pretty sure you identified yourself as a bum. Oh, no, it was bum lover. A bored, sweaty bum lover is what I called myself <laughs> online earlier this week. Yeah. So, you know, this is not really me editorializing. Not at all. No, it's I a slight it. edit. It shows you've done your research, and I appreciate that. It's true. I, I have. Steve's a fabulous, fabulous comedian. You've won a, several contests, if I'm not mistaken. A couple contests that were both bringers, though. So there's okay. always that asterisk of, like, I had more friends in the room than anyone. Well, but... so you're also very popular, is what you're telling me. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm not talented. I'm just saying I'm also very popular. Yeah. This is what I figured. Okay, so this, this has been my impression of you the entire time I've known you. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Excellent. So you're very popular and you're very funny and everything's going just great for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super well-adjusted and happy, and which is why I'm having trouble writing jokes lately. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is, it doesn't really make for great material. I think that quote is actually Rita Rudner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually think I, I saw her on a very recent... Uh, televised thing, and she looks exactly the same as she did in 1988, mm-hmm. which is kind of a trip. Yeah, like, I don't know. Damn. I'm like, I'm always like, um, sort of wary of people who, like, don't like they age super well, and it's clearly not from surgery. Because mm-hmm. I like, I have a relative who's like that, and it's clearly just because they've never felt an ounce of guilt in their entire life. Oh, oh is that why my face is like crumpling that's so why, quickly that's why i'm aging in fucking dog years because i'm so stressed out all the time whereas like sociopath don't crack you know like yeah. if, you, if you're if you're never stressed out about anything you age very well that's what i mean i wouldn't say that i'm not stressed out about stuff but i don't feel guilt really about anything ever so like i think i'm gonna be good i thought it was just because well, i'm chubby I, I see nary a wrinkle on your face so I know, there might yeah. be something to it i think it's just chubby filler. god your fucking forehead is smooth as I was almost said balls, but balls aren't smooth. <laughs> no, they're very wrinkly. I'd be very sad. That, that would look like a Klingon forehead if I looked at it. I'm getting them full Klingon furrows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so used to going into battle. I've got some pretty deep creases. And, like, I, I would never... I would <laughs> You've got a deep crease. I've, I've got some deep, wide creases. No, come on now. But, uh, <laughs> I did, like, as far as, like, forehead stuff goes, and, like, I, I'm not... I've, there's a certain turning point. I'm anti-fillers for sure, but as far as like Botox itself goes... <laughs> That's I'm not a, cheating. I might fuck with it once and see how I feel, mm-hmm. you know? Freezing ain't cheating. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, it, it is injecting botulism into your face, but... <laughs> I feel like with that risk comes, it's okay. And the thing is, like, like it's... It, like, you don't have to have anything dissolved, right? After X amount of time, it just kind of wears off. Right, yeah. So I have just had friends years. who have, like, overdone it and had, like, a wonky brow or, like, a, a frozen eye for a few weeks, and nobody wants that, but I just want it to deal with this sort of railroad up up top above my brows. But I, I guess, like, I always think about this with people that are, like, expressive for a living, right? Like, you're a performer, so, yeah. like, what if it freezes a lot of your range of, like, It'll just force you up. to try out some deadpan stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing glasses does help quite a bit, it I find. Does. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, it, it undoes my overly expressive face a little bit. That's partly why I like to still wear them and I don't need them. Oh, you my have LASIK moves... and you wear glasses? Yeah, well, I also 
got LASIK before my eyes stopped changing, so oh. I do kind of need them to read, but I don't need them for day to day. Yeah. I'm not wearing them now, yeah. uh, but when I don't, it's very obvious just how much my face constantly changes, and I open my eyes wider than anybody else in the universe, <laughs> and I can't stop myself. I just do it that way, and people are like, are you okay? Yeah, well, there like, was... Like, almost certainly not, but... All of those great <laughs> photos from Stand Up and Deliver at Seven Dining Lounge that Joan Ulia takes of everyone in front of that wooden background, and everyone looks so great, and I always just browse against my my hairline every single time oh, yeah. like I was and I always I'm holding the microphone like I'm about to eat it or suck it off yeah I'm like I love you Joan but can we please like I, I anytime I was on stage I would just like pause for a few seconds and be like please take my fucking photo while I'm still yeah Never worked no okay. I I, I uh, had to step in for Joan once and, and take some photos this was like before I really even knew anybody in comedy and I tried to take pictures of you and it did not go well <laughs> You're too animated. Yeah, it's true. You're too lively. Too lively. You cannot be too captured. Vibrant, you know? too, just too... Too popular. Too, too well-adjusted. I'm too a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I like that now Like you can make a profile picture on social media to be like an animated thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, oh, gosh. I've seen I'm, it. I'm not super well-captured in photos either. I'm much more like, yeah, animated. It's, it's like, yeah. dynamic. <laughs> just take, take like a little clip of me like doing something, and then I look cute as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only look good in still photos, so it's like the opposite problem everybody else is having just give me a moment to pose on instagram there's this one filter called brannon that makes everyone look like a corpse but i'm so naturally rosé that it makes me look like a normal human okay so it's like the perfect filter for me but only if like no one else is in the shot yeah you know because they legitimately look dead well then it's actually a pretty sweet pick because it just makes you look so exactly i'm always the star with the brannon filter (laughs) brannon that's just like it sounds like a really obnoxious rich kid who like just plowed his suv into your car and is like what (laughs) yeah he hates his fag brother skyler (laughs) brannon and skyler brannon and skyler (laughs) have you seen uh are you an SNL watcher at all? Yes. I didn't see it last night, though. No, I am not talking about last night. So I think this is from last year. It's Julio Torres wrote this. It was one of the false, like, the fake advertisements. Yeah. And it was, the sketch is called Wells for Boys. It's like, it's like Fisher Price, Wells for Boys. It's just like a wishing well. It's like when he just needs to contemplate his reflection. <laughs> it's like a, like for sensitive boys. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen this. It, it's one of the cutest things I've ever seen because it's like just about this sort of fey, beautiful boy who can't play with regular boys. And yeah. He just like, for when... Things get to be too much. Oh, I love it. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> and then this 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 little... And it, the kid's name is, I think, Skylar, which is why he made me think of it. It's like, hey, Skylar. No, Spencer. Hey, Spencer. 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 <laughs> yes, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's great. like, I don't get this. Why do you... It isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> some, some little kids just... Some kids are well-adjusted and get along with their peers. Others are just sort of sitting around waiting for adulthood to happen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. You've been there. One day they'll have a rich... That fulfilling creative life but not yet yeah <laughs> poor thing it's a beautiful thing but it's uh, you, you know written by a, a fey gay boy from yeah. uh, from uh not the dominican republic that's terrible uh ecuador i'm trying so to remember i just i just heard recently that this season like chris kelly and another like the head writers of snl left because they're doing a show elsewhere now and that's why oh. it's sort of like a bit of the gay influence in the show is i guess fading now oh no i know because like a couple years there it was fucking fantastic they've still been really good this year though i love snl like everyone always talks about 
like heydays and whatever, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like loving a sports team. Like you have to go through rebuilding <laughs> phases oh, yeah. to really get to like enjoy the glory moments. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a big supporter for sure. It's it's definitely very easy to be critical of it, but it's also so fundamental to everything I know about humor. Yeah. Mm. And like, it's a, it's an hour and a half a week. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's, if you think about sitting down and like creating that every week from scratch. Of course every some time, of it's gonna like, be shit. Yeah. And yeah. like a lot of us have been like telling the same five to ten minutes worth of jokes for two years, you know? <laughs> like to to crank out like to crank out that amount of shit is absolutely mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes a lot of courage to just put something out there if it's not perfect. Yeah, like, for I, sure. I would rather just not do anything ever. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> rather just go so wish into my fountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can wish in one half of your fountain and crap in the other. <laughs> oh. oh no! See which one gets filled first. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, you have to actually do things. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're complimenting me on my smooth forehead. Yes. I've been dabbling in hydrolonic acid. Have you now? Like that as a skin treatment? Yeah. How, how does one apply hydrolonic acid? There's, it sounds very scary. I know. So, like, I don't know. I follow Nicole Cliff on Twitter, and she's, like, a skincare fanatic. And there's all these, like, different brands of, like, amazing different acids that you're supposed to use and blah, blah, blah. And so I was researching all of them, and I'm like, well, I don't really want to, like go for those ones where it's like, it peels a layer off your face every day. And it's right. like, that seems like a lot. But I managed to find something that's just like a night cream. And I'm like, you know what? I'm 33 now. I can start using a night cream. I'm using night cream. Working on I love night that cream. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got some night cream. I'm not going to never get enough. It's got like pomegranate and lavender in it. It Ooh, smells really lovely. good. And it, it does make my face like tingle a little Ooh. as I fall asleep. But it almost feels like you put on Icy Hot. Ooh. And then you just like, it really like, it puts me to brand. sleep. It's Garnier. 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 Ooh la la. And, uh, but so yeah, putting that on every night and now suddenly I feel dewy like a Russian aristocrat. That's, Perfect. That's a New Year's resolution that I break every single year. I'm such a like old straight guy and that my beauty regimen, I literally like I wash with, you know, mild body wash or whatever. And then I just rinse my face with water. I've never like used anything, which I think partially contributes to this forehead situation. But <laughs> Every single year, I'm like, I'm going to start a routine, and then I never stick to it, ever. Yeah. Uh, I realized a lot. So my New Year's resolutions, I didn't have, like, a lot, but I did want to start, like, a good morning routine to, like, sort of reclaim some of that time before I go to work. Right. And just be like, this is my day. I take control of it, you know, like, set things on the right foot. So it's like, get up, fucking take your vitamins, eat some breakfast, wash your face, like... Those are basically the things that I do, but normally I wouldn't have time to do any of that. And I found that also, like, I haven't been, like, drinking heavily. And so then when I wake up, I actually wake up and want to do things in the morning. There's something really, really great about (laughs) not doing the whole, like, snooze button dance in the morning. Like, Mm -hmm. it's pretty rare for me. I'm, I'm I'm late to bed and late to rise always. I just how I've always been you but just go by the body clock the few days when you just have that like there have been a couple times recently where I woke up at like 6.30 or whatever and thought fuck it I'll go to the gym before work and it's like I'm patting myself on the back for weeks after doing it once <laughs> yeah you can live off so that rare. for a while yeah you can, you can ride that wave for a while oh yeah <laughs> That's, oh God, I've never gone before 10 a.m. to the gym, ever. Yeah. I don't. I'm trying to. I do go regularly. I just don't go in the morning. Yeah. There's a place nearby that does have yoga classes at like 7 and 8, so I could totally go to either of those if I wanted to. Probably feel really good. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to do. It's Mm -hmm. so hard, guys. I, uh, yeah. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's just felt nice, though, having like my morning routine, and so then I'm just like, it looks like... I look more awake because I'm actually <laughs> taking care of my body and stuff just for this one week. 
We'll see if Shaw. I can keep it up. We'll check in next week and see if I'm still riding that train. <laughs> but I found like the only the only way to kind of keep my keep myself like on the routine path is to start feeling kind of self-righteous about it. Do you feel yes, this? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you have to feel better to, than other people. Yeah, but it has to, like, I, yeah, it's a struggle, like, you want to keep it internal, because, like, yeah. this city is so yeah. just teeming with people giving unsolicited health and nutrition advice, and I fucking hate them, and I never, ever want to be one of those people, but in order to sort of, like, yeah, keep momentum, you do have to pat yourself on the back a little bit, and, and yeah, I'm in the same boat. I... For New Year's, like I have a few resolutions, but the biggest one I want to see if I can go ninety days without booze, mm-hmm. which is quite ambitious, and I'm doing so like cautiously optimistic and knowing that there's a very high probability I won't make it all the way to day ninety, but see what I can do. You've mm-hmm. already started this, then? yeah. I'm so on day you're... fourteen. I started, yeah. So and I'm like I'm a pretty I wouldn't say heavy drinker, but I'm a regular. You're a habitual drinker. Yeah, drinker. Yeah, you I love am, absolutely. to have beer. I love to have beer. I love cider, and it's sort of part of home life with with my boyfriend Peter as well. Like we both, you know, like a bottle of wine at night and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like I've become a very expensive date. Like I'm, you know, anywhere in between super high tolerance. Two thirty yeah. and two forty. I come from Irish and Polish stock. Like I can, <laughs> I can put a lot of liquor away. Oh my god, you're our son. <laughs> yeah, hey. um, our beautiful gay son. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like even even if I'm on my own, if I want to get a good serious buzz going, it's like it's over twenty bucks for me now, and that mm-hmm. just doesn't seem worth it. Not yeah. like several times a week. So, anyways, day fourteen of ninety, I'll I'll check in with you and see. Yeah, how it's well, you just reminded me that I have to put another goal in my bullet journal. So I'm gonna do that while we're talking. Excellent, <laughs> yeah. do it. Um, it made me think about like wanting to spend some time in sobriety because I'm kind of bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, sitting with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> not not a fan. Thank you. I don't you. think I've ever seen you buzzed once, Katie. Really? Yeah. Well, I, feel I'm like... pretty, I have a lot of self-control, honestly. Oh, like, okay. I do get pretty buzzed at, like, I've been really drunk at your show before. Oh, okay. And then I was also really drunk the time that we both auditioned uh, for the Winnipeg, Winnipeg? Yeah, oh, okay. festival. Uh, but I wasn't really drunk till the end of that I was, night. I was pretty drunk when I went on stage that night and it showed. I yeah, think, yeah. Neither of us really felt like being there, I don't no. think. Well, like, I was I was grateful for the invite, but right. um, prior to going, when they were like, okay, prepare your, your five to seven excuse me, uh, most family-friendly minutes. And I was like, like, I've literally no minutes. I might have two minutes that are family-friendly and it's not something I'm proud of. I don't want to be like known as a crass comedian or whatever, but right. it just sort of, yeah, when you have invites like that, it makes you take stock. Like, I need to, <laughs> I need to up my family-friendly game this year. So do you, do you know if anyone who got spots in Winnipeg? Nobody's told me anything. Oh, okay. I haven't heard, I've been kind of like checked out of the whole scene. Like, I have a few bookings coming up, but... Without Seven Dining Lounge being around anymore, it kind of, like, that locus is gone from yeah. the community, and so I just feel, like, really out of touch. All I'm hearing are, like, the bad things that are happening. Oh, well, yeah. I think <laughs> always like, plenty of that. <laughs> there's always a lot of that going on, yeah. Um, our open mic, uh, Magic Mike open mic night at the Junction on Tuesdays, uh, <laughs> was the biggest we've had last year since now seven is gone. We had like 40 comics. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. The most we've had is 30. So it's tough for us too. Cause we only have the room until 11. Right. So if, yeah, there's always that, that thing with open mic nights, like you headliners and room runners get some sort of priority, yep. but you also like don't want to bump these kids so they don't get any stage time. Yeah, so absolutely. We might, uh, we might ask to see if we can have the room for later or I'm not sure what we're going to do this actually coming Tuesday, the day after tomorrow, 
or whatever it'll be when this airs. Yeah, um, this comes out on, on Tuesday, so... Oh, okay, so today... Yeah, tonight. <laughs> um, ...will be our one-year anniversary show. Woo! So, uh, Ollie's buying a sheet cake from Costco, because that's oh, what lovely. people do. <laughs> of course. And I think um, Ivan Decker's gonna, uh, gonna stop by and do some of his dirty material. Oh, Which I'm really, really it. excited for. Love it. And I think, yeah, we should have a few other surprises as well. So, by all means, anytime, come to our open mic on Tuesdays, Katie. Yeah. Okay. I like I like going there. I uh, I'm not uh, hoity-toity, but I always get a little bit of special treatment, just a little bit. <laughs> I am a room runner, I guess. Yeah, but. yeah. I was like, no, I'm always like, also, oh wait, like, I'm kind of legit. <laughs> and also like, also a queer. You know yeah. What I mean, like, I, I well, fuck it. I'm not ashamed to admit yeah. that. I'll, no, I'll, I prioritize. And also not just because it's like a room that I co-run, but also like it's a gay bar. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's supposed to be a, a a place where, you know, people who are queer identifying in whatever capacity mm-hmm. should. Um, feel especially comfortable, so... Yeah. Pretty sick. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to get just a tiny bit of special treatment when you have to go so far to get anywhere to do stand-up. It's uh, now Gavin Clarkson lives in my neighborhood. Uh, Past guest Gavin Clarkson, hopefully future guest as well. And uh, Oh, I love him. Yeah. I love him so. Uh, And my wife and I had dinner at their place last night. So we had a a double date. It was so cute. (laughs) And they, they fed us, like, this beautiful, like gorgeous beef ribs that just like come off the bone in their instant pot oh. with like parpadale and it was so good it was so good and she wow. made us white chocolate mousse and oh my goodness it's delicious we had a really fun time they're so fun to hang out with i always forget that they're younger than we are but like a fair bit how old is gavin he's 28 oh okay so he's five years younger than me oh, okay yeah me too and so sheena but they've been together as long as Tessa and I have, like 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Peter and I just passed five in October. Nice. Well, in gay years, that's like 15. Yeah, it's so. huge. It's yeah. super huge. Yeah, in lesbian years, I'm like at three years, right, basically. Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it feels significant. Yeah, you're at the 10, you're past the 10 year mark. No, no, it'll be 10 this year. It'll be 10 this year. And wh- how long, like that's t- together total? How long have you been married? You're married. Five right? years. Five years. Yeah, we that's got awesome. we got married in May of 2013. Yeah. Peter and with Peter and I, it's like, it's not that we don't care. It's definitely a foregone conclusion though. Like we're definitely going to get married. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of time. And it's like, we want to buy a house. We want this, we want that. And mm-hmm. also like, I don't think either of our parents have any money to put in on a wedding. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I'm not throwing a wedding unless it's open bar. Yeah. Like I owe that yeah. to my friends. Yeah. And <laughs> you either, either elope or don't get married. Totally. If you can't do an open bar, that's how I feel. I have a friend of a friend who had a potluck wedding. It's uh-huh, like, you know what your uh-huh. gift would be at my potluck wedding? The dish I brought a casserole in. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I'm bringing food, I'm not bringing you a gift. Yeah, because that's how it offsets, right? It's yeah. like, you either you feed me and, like, booze me up, and then I'll bring you a present, yeah. or vice versa. We had, uh, we had full-on, um, like, definitely a, a meal amount of food in uh, canapes and things, and, uh, and cupcakes, and we had an open bar for 85 people. Uh, and the whole thing with venue and everything was under eleven thousand dollars. So, Amazing. so for an open bar for them, we had a ton of beer left over. Like I had nine cases oh of like uh, uh, Vancouver Island Brewing beer. It yeah. just like kept me in booze for the rest of the fucking year. It was, it was great. I loved my. Can wedding. I ask what venue it was? It was at the Metro Hall in uh, in New Westminster. So like a block oh. and a half from my house. 
Awesome. And it was like a really beautiful venue. We didn't have to decorate it at all. It's also sometimes a swingers club. Sometimes, really? <laughs> sometimes oh, it's a swingers so club. So is this the, because someone <laughs> recently told me that the there Spanish is a sex club in, in New West. There is a, like, there's a steam room in New I know, West. I know that. I haven't been, but I've heard. I know that, uh, I know where all the bathhouses in Western like, Canada like, are. I know where you can go and touch a dick in a steamy place. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Take me for. Yeah, I don't know if there's a more formal permanent sex club location, but I think that that's like for the uh, you know the forty something swingers, right, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. In a big way, I definitely have known people who've gone to those parties, and I'm like, did they wipe it down after? Because yeah. I did have my wedding there, and they're like, I hope they didn't. Honestly, I want those <coughs> ghosts to be all over the. Party. Yeah, you know, it's like a well, like a regularly well, like a, you just picture it like they have at the gym, like just with like paper towels and some spray bottles. Yes, so like, yes, 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 yes. Once you're finished on that apparatus, everybody, come on now, wipe yeah, down your wipe surface. Down. You gotta wipe. I mean, down wipe your down your old lady first, and then wipe down the surface. You two are on chivalry, chivalry, and manners. I mean, the people that go to swingers clubs probably do refer to their people as old man and old lady. I call, I call Peter my sweet, sweet old lady all the time. Ah, that's loves very it. cute. <laughs> Is Peter a lot older than you? or Not a lot older. He's eight years older than me. That's not a lot. No, no. We're, we're May, August. I was like, in, yeah. <laughs> I was like, again, in gay years, that's no difference no, whatsoever. Not at all. No. no. That's how it works. Yeah, no, I go, we've got six years, me and Tess. And you don't Tess is younger? I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> People have said that so many times. She loves it. And I, well, I don't People care, do that actually. with my sister and I. My sister is a year and a half older than me. And people like, we play in the same softball league. And people are like, so you're older, right? I'm like, she gets to wear makeup. And I've lived a little harder than she has. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Your sister's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were at a show together. And she, you guys had been at a wedding. And That's you right. all bounced in, in their formal wear show up to nice. the show and I was like Steve your sister's hot it's like tell me something I don't know also she's not gay good luck she was flattered nonetheless yes well shouldn't be that pretty if she doesn't want to be complimented right look if she doesn't want me staring at her she shouldn't have her cans out you know <laughs> she really had her cans out <laughs> to be fair they she were she, out yeah they were hiked up wedding style that's how she rolls nice. oh yeah it's like this is the celebration of the open bar yeah it's just yeah. bounty <laughs> you know? nice yeah. yeah balance a champagne glass on each of those yes <laughs> absolutely She's tasteful about it. like I you you hear about like let's talk about your sister's boots to wear. yeah let's talk about my sister's rack that's not weird at all but usually she'll wear this like she wears she has like a Peg Bundy leopard print dress but it's like knee length and it's like I, it's I guess a, it's, it's like tasteful leopard yeah, print. Oh, you, yeah yeah exactly and you know how like people there's the old thing about like you can show cleavage or legs or midriff or back or whatever yeah, but, yeah like just no pick more one, yeah. only one at a time. I know that that's like old antiquated thinking that people can that. dress however they like, mm -hmm. but when you see like, I don't know, when you see it properly executed, it does look better. I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm very much like, yeah, I either show off my legs or my boobs, one or the other, generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, but I don't have very big boobs, so I can kind of get away with showing off both. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's like, hey, now, <laughs> too many assets. <laughs> Pack those away, please. Oh, God. Nobody said that. To now me. all I'm thinking of, I watched the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie on Netflix. Why? <laughs> I don't know, because it's, it was there. And sometimes I like a good romp through the Caribbean. I just really want to go to the Caribbean. And so I'm just like, let me sure. just look at pretty scenery and... Yeah, the girl who is the main lead in that just had amazing boobs and a really good dress to show it off. So I was pretty <laughs> happy. It's the movie was terrible, of course. It looked very bad. They, uh, we watched one of the older Pirates of the Caribbean first, and then this one to like fill in any plot gaps yeah. as if that makes a difference at all, which it didn't. Mm -hmm. But they actually wrote, you know, a story for the older one, and this new one had like zero 
plot. Like, they just jump from place to place. I'm like, do they forget to write bits? <laughs> do they forget or to they, write the script, or, period? Or they, like, wrote it as, like, a group project, and, like, Kevin didn't show up, and they just, like, didn't put his stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. It's always fucking Kevin. Kevin and, and Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. He was smoking weed with Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> smoking pole and with Brandon. Skylar. That was the other one. Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Piece of shit. I went to, we, such a when I went to high school, there was this guy who... Like, I went to a high school in, like, a shitty area outside of Victoria called Langford. It's oh, cool. of, I know Langford. Yeah, it's kind of the Surrey, I guess, of... Surrey by the sea. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> there was this guy who used to hang out in the A&W that was across the street and, like, hang out. Like, he was he was the Matthew McConaughey and Days to Confused of oh, our scene. Yeah, yeah. And his name was Seanathan. Isn't that horrifying? That sounds like something you would say to someone when you're making fun of them. Like, yeah. Sean, Sean, Jonathan. Sean, Settle yeah. down. That was his real name. He just took it name. and ran with it. Ugh. Oh, my God. Jonathan. He a... could have just gone by Sean. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, or he Nathan. Just... He had options. Yeah. I mean, no. Gross. Wow. Oh, yeah, Nathan. You could get Nathan out of that. I've never thought about that mm-hmm. before. Did he try to, like, tag along with... High schoolers to do uh, no, stuff, I think or did was, he just I think hang? it was like he like he. I don't. Even, the funny thing is, he was like older, but I don't think he had his license. So it's not like because you know there would be the creepy yeah, yeah. older guy who's like he's got a car, so all these girls hang out with him. Yeah. This guy was just a handsome dum dum with a horrible name who would hang out at A and W and smoke <laughs> weed with people much younger than uh, him. Oh, you gotta love a handsome dum dum though. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Have, you don't have to love them, but you kind of square jaw, blank stare. I'm into it. I totally. <laughs> I love that. Like you know, you, oh, know you who, gotta love a dumb dumb. You know who looks dumb, like just facially, but there's please tell me, Novak Djokovic, the tennis player. Like not even dumb, but you know how certain people are. I, like... I thought that this was a nickname you came up with for Casey Novak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be Novak Djokovic. <laughs> Novak um... <laughs> Djokovic. Like, can you understand why I thought that's what you meant? Absolutely. Yes. But uh, yeah, I, he's he's an example of someone who just like the lights are Looking on, but up. it looks like no one's home. Looking him up right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Uh, Big, tall, square-headed Serbian lad. Uh, <laughs> nice. And also well, extremely athletic. If Ex- yes. Yeah. Also that, sure. Great at his sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so there's there's at least some good hand-eye coordination happening, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's good. But yeah, one-track mind, that's fine. Yeah. Just... He looks like uh, that guy who makes that Overwatch game that Luna keeps posting pictures of. Oh. And she says, I'm outside of Todd's house yelling at him. I don't get that reference. <laughs> I, think it's, I think his name's Jeff Kaplan. Oh, Jeff. Todd Howard, Jeff Kaplan. I don't know. Who knows? I'm surrounded by women who play video games and I don't do anything. <laughs> what video games? So like Sims and like that sort of thing? <laughs> I like Sims and Civilization Five. Okay, Peter plays... What's this name? The game he plays? Something like Lords of Something? And it's like... I've never, League of Legends? I, maybe. Lol. Like, I have never been bitten by the video game bug, really, minus, like, PlayStation 1, I think. <laughs> there was a game called Cool Borders 4 that was, like, a snowboarding video game. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the, yeah, Edition 4 was, like, when it really reached its peak. <laughs> but I feel like there's, like, no, like, Japanese genius that could beat me at this game. I played one game for, like, two years and was just unbelievably good at it and then just never played another video game again. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I would get into it, but the ones that Peter plays look so fucking boring. It's just, like, Wandering realms and picking up amulets and shit. Yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah. I can't, I can't get into that. Yeah, for the life I of played me. World of Warcraft for a while, and like I kind of got into it. Like the scenery was really pretty, and I like that. But there's not really like a storyline so much. It's like a lot of it is like quest after quest after quest. So it's like go collect me five rabbits from the forest, and then you bring it back, and it's like good, you have a here's a gold piece. Right now, go do this, and you're like, come on, and it's like just to level up. Yeah, and because it was like an online thing. 
everyone that I like, started playing with leveled up so much faster because they played it all the fucking time. Uh. And then, so I was still, like, at a level 10, and they were at 40 or whatever, and so then you're just like, well, you can't play with us anymore, I guess. I'm like, okay, I'll just... Rude. Take I'll my just, ball and go home. Yeah, like, I guess I'll just be Take over here. Take my amulet and go home. Yeah, I'll just be over here in the marketplace, like, whittling spears or oh, something buddy. like that. And, uh, and then, yeah, my boyfriend at the time was so fucking deadly into it that he would, like, you know, hey, I've made dinner. He's like, well, I can't. I have a raid starting in, like, five minutes, so just, like... Warm it up for me later. It's just like, oh, oh no. what a boner killer! <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. Sorry, that's so, something that bothers me very yeah. much. Oh, sorry, what specifically? Oh, just like, uh, oh, I got a. I hate say live play. Like yeah. live gameplay frustrates me so much because I'm like. Can we talk about this? No, not right now. I'm playing live. I'm like, oh, I'll kill the internet. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm gonna stab the Wi-Fi machine. Yeah, I can't get into that at all. I have, I have like a couple friends who have like full gaming chairs, so it's like computer gaming, not even like PS4 or whatever. And That's like, so nerdy. it's so nerdy. It's and all it's like actually, red and black. And it's it a friend like... of mine who I play volleyball with, and he's like, he's super tall and he's super handsome and he's very athletic. But he's such a fucking uptight nerd. It's just such a great sort of oh contrast God. for him. A super uptight gay nerd who's really a into gerd. video games. A gerd. <laughs> I, you know what I hate? Like, gay dudes online who, like, use their, their nieces and nephews to, like, fuel their Instagram thirst and oh call God. themselves a gunkle. I fucking hate that. That's so gross. You're this just is, an uncle. This is new to me. You've never heard this? No. Like, like the, 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 real, like, the real, like, depravity of, like, hashtagging. Like if you've never, if you ever want to see how how disgusting people can get with hashtags, Instagram follow a gay person who recently lost some weight, specifically a gay man who recently lost some weight, because it's just like hashtag gay, hashtag insta gay, hashtag insta scruffy, hashtag gay oh, beard, hashtag yes. fitness journey, hashtag weight loss journey. I just want to murder all of them. That's I true. Them. I do have a few friends that are bears that are just like they have like insta bear cub, face. insta cub, insta bear, and oh, <laughs> I'm gonna do bear face right enough. now. Oh, so cute though. I, That's adorable. Fucking God love them. They're very sweet. This is bare yes, face. Definitely. <laughs> oh shucks. Uh, oh, I want to put my dick in your butt. <laughs> or vice versa, you and know, then, whatever. And snuggle. It's good. Yeah. But I uh, I don't know. That's you can do the thing where you like put the hashtags like down lower. Yeah, yeah, which sure. Is fine, you know. But I, even then, like the whole point of a hashtag is just so that other people who are having similar thoughts or statements can like find each other and mm-hmm. view each other's stuff, I guess. But like I just can't imagine giving a fuck. I, like you know what I mean. I've never been like. I wonder what other scruffy gays are out there right now, and just you know what I mean. Like, yeah. are you gonna like make friends? Is that, what that like? Is, is that like millennial pen palling? Is that literally like, just what scruff is for? Exactly. <laughs> you have apps that are so doing. easy for finding people that have similar interests as you. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Yeah. I just but like, I've been hearing that Instagram is like even more used than Tinder because you just like find or you, or it's like, a, it's like it's like a secondary mm. like dating app where it's like you put your Instagram on your Tinder profile so then people can see more about you and you're right. perfectly curated day to day whatever yeah. just sounds exhausting totally you know says me who puts up a new bullet journal spread every week and hashtags no, and that's planner great, though. Show a your weekly planner like that's respectable <laughs> the thing that I um you know Instagram stories obviously mm-hmm. like I they're great for watching but some people it's like there will be literally 20 to 30 videos in their thread i'm like what the like uh, i over like every photo i take i have to think about for at least 10 minutes before i release it so i kind of either either your quality control is shit or you do nothing but curate a story all day that's crazy to me that's not some people just actually do that as like a job right yeah lifestyle like my job is i'm an instagrammer Mm -hmm. that's crazy the intersection of like instagram and bullet journal is like a weird and blogging right so people blog about their journal instagram (laughs) about their journal and that's their job so they get like 
kickbacks from fucking Michaels right. and other yeah. people that sell, you know, all those washing tape peddlers. Like, Influencers. That's and what so, they're called. And oh, so, but, Gross. But then their bullet journal is all like, oh, here's my schedule for the Instagram posts I'm going to do. So it's like, it's not even new content. It's, it's meta. just literally <laughs> it is, yeah. you taking pictures of the things that you're doing to promote the thing, which is like, it, there's no other substance to it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that weird <laughs> sort of like uh, snake swallowing its own tail or whatever. Just Barabras? like you're, you're, you're promoting yourself to promote products that promote yourself that promote products. It's all very... <laughs> it's all very terrifying, it's, quite yeah. honestly. We're, like, when you really step back and look at and it. And just yeah. exhausting. Yes. Or those chains where it's like... have you? There's some joke, I think, going around, or it was for a while, where it's like on your Facebook, it's like a video like, hey, great to see you. I'm here on my Facebook. Like, If you want to find out more, follow me on Twitter. And then you go to the Twitter and it's like, okay, great. Uh, follow, follow me, me on, on Instagram. Instagram. And then it's yeah. like... Doo, 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 and it eventually just brings you back to the same thing again. Yeah, eventually like, you're just in their house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you made me think of like follow a gay person who's just lost weight, and I was just like, my I've been going to the same hairstylist for like five years. I absolutely love him. He is, but he is just like the uber fag, basically. Yeah. Like he's so aggressively, Girl. like gorgeously gay. Yeah. And uh, I just God, I, I tried to. I just followed his hair account. I'm like, this is respectful. But then he per- followed my account on like on his personal, so like followed him back. And most of the time, it's just like I'm in Berlin. I'm in Amsterdam. Here's some hair. Here's me like. Like, in my Speedo before going to the gym or whatever. Right. But he posted the best photo from Amsterdam. And I loved it so much. And I just wanted to comment, great dink, bro. <laughs> like, I really wanted to say that to him. Let me see. <laughs> so pointy. <laughs> Dink, bro. That nice is, uh, dink. I like yeah. how you immediately get zoom. <laughs> well, yeah, it's so obviously I'm zooming in on crotch. And, nice dink, bro. And his, his harness is uh, perfectly uh, set. Oh, yeah. He's oh, glamorous wow. and perfect. This is My like just watered a little bit. If, if ever he heard me say these things, it, I, I would just be like, yeah, no, it's serious. You're very gorgeous. And I, I, I worship you from afar. Um, and sometimes right under your face when you're cutting my hair, uh, which is cool. I always like, I, it's, it's so weirdly intimate getting a haircut. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I used to oh, we my... share everything. Uh, well, yeah, like as far as like the stuff you divulge to your hairdresser, yeah. for sure, it is very therapeutic, but also just like oh, the actual forth. physical closeness right. and like. When I was younger, when I was in like high school, um, my friend's mom used to cut all of our hair. Like we'd give her ten bucks, and she'd give us. And she was, you know, pretty good, mm-hmm. but she had these huge fake breasts, <laughs> and she was like, she was like four foot eleven or something. She was tiny, so I would have to sit on a footstool for her to cut my hair, <laughs> and then she'd be, you know, leaned over, zooming in, and I'm just like, I'm looking I so wish hard at my this. feet, and I'm like, how do any of my straight friends get through this? <laughs> this is like aggressive, and like she's a she's a attractive lady, and and you know looked great, so I just yeah. It's very intimate. And, like, if you go... If, I, I love nothing more than a scalp massage. Oh, my God, Oh, my yeah. God, Like, if I had yes. to choose between a blowjob or a scalp massage, I'd be like, how long is the scalp massage? You know? Like, it would be a, a tough call for me. But that's also, like... It's a weird... Like, you know how you see, like, great white sharks come up to the side of a boat and they rub its nose and it rolls over? Like, I feel almost incapacitated when I get a scalp massage. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'll just sort of realize I've been toning out. And I'm like, I wasn't, like, moaning or breathing weird, was I? You know? so as soon as it's over, I'm like, oh, I I hope I wasn't weird. Did, did I let a fart yeah, go did, or did, something? Did, like, like that dog thing when you scratch that one part of their tongue. Yeah, and just I, uh, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I get a, a bit of a scalp massage as part of getting shampooed, and sometimes I'll just purr a little bit, like just like a mm, yeah. Kind of, and he's like, he's like. I was like, oh, sorry, is that gross? He's like, no, no, no. People are really gross sometimes. <laughs> Some people just go like, ugh. And it's like, and I don't like that. You're fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as long as it's tasteful moaning. It's tasteful uh, platonic moaning. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just like, 
I've switched hairstylists before because one gave a better scalp massage, massage than like, the other. They, they, she didn't cut the, my hair quite the way that I liked it, but she gave a way better scalp massage. <laughs> that's <laughs> so I saw that's, her instead. That's awesome. That's amazing. Priorities. Yeah, and like a long one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just like buy that. It feels like no. most places. Like it no. only comes with if the person really likes it. Like the you know this one stylist who now I like go to, and it turns out she's actually like a bob expert, and so I've been going to her more regularly because once I changed up the style, then she was totally great so now she's really good at the cut and the scalp massage so Perfect. i feel like i'm winning on every level yeah you clearly made but, the right choice but she's very much like kind of a hippie vegan person it's just like i just love to be therapeutic to my clients i'm like thank you i'll take it all yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. take it all and she just yeah really long scalp massage she's like wow your face is so tense so she was massaging down my face too like yeah oh so good we all just big sucks that like to be touched. Yeah. Turns out it's true. It's true. Just who doesn't like a, a good scratch and rub? Just mm-hmm. big dumb kitties, basically. Yeah, <laughs> My much. um Peter works for like he's an occupational therapist, so he works in healthcare. Oh, that's awesome! And he has really really good healthcare like benefits. Mm-hmm. And so last year, like the, the it doesn't make any sense. So usually when you have a benefit, it pays up to a certain amount, whatever percentage, and right. then you're on your own. Yep. Whereas for like massage or acupuncture or whatever, for the first thousand dollars between the two of us, it pays eighty percent. Okay. And after a thousand dollars, it pays a hundred percent. Yes. Wow. So if we if we get biweekly massages after like three months or less than that, like two months, it's free for the rest of the year. So at the end of the year, I just went ham, and as of October, I booked my massage therapist every Friday afternoon until the end of the year. Oh, <sighs> what a good way to like see yourself out of the year. And je- it's just awesome. Like it's just the best. There's like even I mean I did like I'm making I, the face I know so, <laughs> I know it's not fair but <laughs> can I marry Peter <laughs> <laughs> so yeah to, that's what I'm gonna do again this year because there's just that's nothing so better every once in a while especially if you're like if you are pretty active like and I just like I'm getting older and we're all getting older but true. certain things like I had to get orthotics a couple of years ago because of lower back pain and I keep pulling my trapezius muscles which mm-hmm. like connect your skull to your back oh yeah and so the last time like the last two times it's happened is because I came standing up <laughs> <laughs> It you didn't have enough slack in your no, shoulders? No, you know, I just, like, my form was off. So I was like, oh, ow! Like, it was just so awful. Um, that's happened to me before. <laughs> yeah, so, not standing up, but yeah. So yeah, it's like, I, I have thrown out my back from I'm not going to, like, I'm I not going to not have sex standing up. But if, if, oh, I'm, I've like, done that too. if I'm close, I'm going to be like, okay, hold on, and just hit the floor on my back. <laughs> like, death drop. Yeah. Man down. <laughs> Safety first, guys. Just do, like, a full-on drag queen full, death drop yeah, and yeah. just, like, High jizz kick. into the air. <laughs> I did my first death drop ever in the summertime, but onto an air mattress that was on top of a lake, <laughs> so that I couldn't really injure myself too much, and it still hurt a little. Yeah. Death yeah. dropping is no joke. It's no fucking joke. The people who can do it like just at a moment's notice mm-hmm. are usually under twenty five. <laughs> yeah, and like un- under a hundred pounds too. <laughs> That's the uh, uh, one of the goals in my notebook uh, is to do one full human push up uh, at the end of this year. Because here's the thing: I am built like a, an industrial pear. Like I have. Such a huge muscly ass that it weighs a ton, and so like my center of gravity is incredibly low. Whereas okay. most, like you have most of your mass like a belly I'm, button and above. I'm eighty percent leg. You and do so, have a good I'm, leg. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just like, but yeah, I have an unreasonably high center of gravity. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's that's why I have so. But I watched this woman who, it was in the gym yesterday, and she 
I just realized that she was built like Chris Evans almost. She was like super oh short, God. but she just had this really muscular upper body mm. and like a, quite a, quite a bit of a smaller lower body. Like she had little legs and a little butt, but she had like these big beefy arms, chest and back. And I was like, you can do like 20 regular, like from the toes pushups and my goal is one this year. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get so, there, though. Yeah, I'll get there. I can absolutely do it. I mean, I can do them from my knees, but yeah, uh, yeah I've got one full real push-up, deadlift 80 kilograms, bench 50 kilograms. 80 um, kilograms is like 175 pounds? No, it's way more than that. I think, oh no, maybe, no, maybe you're right. Uh, closer to two, maybe? I, don't, I, I think don't it's 180, but I might be wrong. Damn no, no, you're right. Uh, who cares? That's ambitious. Yeah, I can already do 60, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've been lifting weights for a long time. Oh, okay. And I like it very much, but oh, I, oh. I, yeah, you were absolutely right. It's 176 pounds. All right. Smart boy. Yeah, just a math genius over here. <laughs> just basically a genius. <laughs> add another to the long list mm. of, like, amazing traits we have going. I'm glad, I'm glad you're capturing how humble I am on this podcast. <laughs> absolutely. No, this is, we just invite people over here to butter their bread a little bit. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to not stroke your ego. Good, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the whole point is that you should feel like a superstar. Oh, you guys. You guys. I like, you're like, oh, I want to lift, I want to lift all these weights. I'm like, this year I'm going to do some yoga. <laughs> there's, there's a place that does like a ballet bar yoga class. Ooh, yeah. Those are intense. They're, they're, oh, okay. they are, but they're, sounded... they're ass kickers. My sister oh, goes okay. to bar method and uh, brought me on a guest pass once. I was the only dude in the room. Um, and cause it's super like booty focused and, mm-hmm. and, but it's like, yeah, it was, it was really, really difficult, but you like, you really feel like you earned it by the end of the class for okay. sure. And there are lots of people around the class who have to sit certain stuff out for a few moments. So give it a shot. I highly recommend okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, it'll be like pretty ballet. And then I was like, Oh wait, yeah. Ballerinas train like crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just so much like squatting and lunging. I'm it's... good at squats. Oh yeah. Me too. Big butt, big butt, good <laughs> squat. <laughs> You're, yeah, you, I forget you have those meaty beef legs. Uh, yeah, I um, I could have, I could have modeled pantyhose until I was about twenty years old. I had perfect women's legs. It was so embarrassing because I was still this chubby, red-faced kid. Um, I was like, I was, I was Tina Turner from the waist down, Andy Richter from the waist up. <laughs> I'm just like so awful. Um, and then somewhere in my early twenties, it just like from lugging around the big torso, they just kind of thickened. And now mm. I have fucking speed skater legs out of nowhere, but nice. you know, I love them. I actually, that's the only I thing. Love I love them. I love them. You know, you got to love your body. Do you? Well, Shit. you got to try. <laughs> you got to try. Ugh, fine. <laughs> uh, I'll try. I'll try to like it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I, like you were saying one push up. I want to do one, um, one chin up. I want to do one cock push-up. One cock push-up. One's all you need. Is that tenacious, Steve? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like old mimetics there. <laughs> do they still exist? I guess they do. Tenacious? The D. I, the D? I don't know. I haven't heard much from them at all. Last I saw, Jack Black was in the R.L. Stein Goosebumps movie. A lot of people have mentioned that to me for some reason. <laughs> was it... Oh, yeah, your, your line to our, our good buddy, Noelle. Yeah, she's designing a poster because R.L. Stein is going to come to the Orpheum or something and do a reading. Oh. Yeah, and so she was like, what do I do with this poster? I'm not feeling very inspired. I'm like, green slime, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all you got to do. That was do. the funniest fucking thing to me in the whole world when you sent me that message. It's just like, green slime, my dude. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, how could I have been so stupid? Thank Perfect. God I have your consultancy on call yeah i'm always happy to be a graphic design consultant when it's that easy she was doing one for um the jordan peterson versus sam not sam smith that's a singer uh sam (laughs) elliot is an actor sam whatever harris the uh he's like a 
atheist speaker or something like that. They're having a debate. And they're Ugh. both just like... Is George well, Peterson the evil guy from yes. Toronto? Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I don't particularly like either of them. So she's like, what should I do for this? I was like, I don't know. Put a penis in there somewhere. <laughs> she's like, we'll see. Probably like not. Like Disney style or whatever? Just like suddenly... suddenly yeah, it was yeah. just like a hidden, a hidden ding-dong. She's like, oh, you know. That's a lot to ask, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think like there... Uh, when it comes to like atheist speakers, I like I it's, I do understand like I I mean I more agree with them, but the smugness of it all yes. is like even Neil deGrasse Tyson. Also, how come oh no, you'll find no problem, no quarrel with us on this and point? And how come nobody talks about his sexual assault allegations that happened? Yeah, yeah. A few months ago, someone said that years back when he was like her professor. She, he, I can't remember the exact details of it, but like, I mean, unsurprising. Nobody's nobody's garbage. saying shit about that. I guess it's he's you know less famous or less juicy than certain other celebrities, mm-hmm. but it happened, and I haven't heard anything about it since. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I heard plenty. Like when, um, of, I want to say like six or seven years ago, Bill Nye got married to somebody and then immediately got divorced, and then she like tried to trash his house and burn it down or something Whoa. like that, and that was all over the news. And, uh, and nobody said anything about him other than that he was kind of like a bad husband or a bad boyfriend or whatever not like abusive just like bad at it right and it was all over like oh my god he's so like not as cool as we think he is or Um, something like that but you know nobody said he molested anyone right yeah Uh, yeah, i mean yeah that sucks there's there's definitely uh you know because it's hard with all of the things that are being revealed around about people there are aziz yeah aziz and sorry Oh, last night? Man, it came out last night. What happened? Is this all new? Oh, real time. This, this is, is why he never said anything about Louis? Well, they I heard, were represented were... by the same guy. Yeah. yeah, oh, okay. Same manager. Dave Becky or something? Yeah. yeah, somebody came out and didn't accuse him of sexual assault necessarily, but she, like, had a date and hooked up she with him. She just said and it was, was the just worst like... experience she's ever had with a guy, because he just, like... She kind of zoned out and wasn't really like She, like, dissociated it. during the encounter, and he was, like, angrily fingering her and stuff like that. It was just really, like... Whoa. Yeah. Like, him but not... But so she, she said that it wasn't, like... She said that she just kind of, like, tuned out? Yeah. It, I mean, it was, like, she's, like, this is not... The, the thing coming out about it is, like, people are, like, oh, this isn't assault. And she's, like, I'm not trying to say it's assault. It just, saying that there is a real problem with men not paying attention to women and not, like checking in or anything right. during sex and stuff like that. So you don't have to like throw him out of your entire life. I don't think, but, right. but definitely keep your ear to the ground for other things coming out about this. Cause huh. you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Cause the first time I ever heard anything about John Gameshi was like, Oh, I had a bad date with him. Mm-hmm. I heard, I heard about him years before. Yeah. On XO well. Jane, there was somebody who was yeah. like, like uh, this Canadian blind media. Item, yeah, yeah. It was a blind item. And right. I was like, that's John Gameshi. My, uh, my sister worked uh, during the Olympics. She worked for CBC or like interned for them. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And there were stories even then, like of like him going on a date with someone and then asking her while they were making out, if he could punch her in the face yeah. or something. And it, like, it seemed super weird. And then two, three years later, the whole Gameshi thing happened. So what a thing to ask someone. Somebody. I mean, but I at mean, least he asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like asking, then if if the person says no, then you don't do it. That's all good, right? And I, get, but, I don't know. Maybe for some people, it adds to the thrill to have it be sort of unsuspecting or less likely candidates. Don't but care. it's like there's fet life out there. <laughs> yeah. There's you know what I mean. Adult friend finder. There are all of these ways that you could find someone who's into the same mm-hmm. seemingly mean or violent stuff you are. Because you know there's all types out there. Of course, it yeah. takes all kinds. Find, really find the right person for you. Don't spring it on someone who's not interested. Yeah, and if somebody's like, uh, 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 when you ask them something, that's a no. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and I've definitely had experiences in my life where people were just like, okay, this isn't a no, so let's just proceed to pace. Right. Well, and like, I don't know, I, I think we also 
all know what it's like to be like the hornier person in a situation mm-hmm. and yep. to sort of like try it's oh yeah the line between coercion and um persuasion is oh yeah great but yeah 100 percent. so it's so complex that's i would i would love for there to be some sort of like i don't psa is the wrong word but Mm -hmm. as far as like the the term enthusiastic consent is like i would just i don't know i think one of the hopefully the things that can uh change from the whole me too movement and all the uh you know allegations and cases that have come out is that it can change curriculum for sex ed for younger people because mm-hmm. that's who really you know is mm-hmm. the most important and yeah. and I hope that you know because when I was in high school, the the curriculum for sex ed was about contraception and prophylactics and you have to you know know about different diseases mm-hmm. a little bit of scare porn whatever works, <laughs> but consent was never something that was ever discussed at all. No. And so I I mean it's been a long time since I've been in high school mind you but I just I really hope that that's something that. Um, can be implemented in at least more progressive areas. I know, you know, in certain places, sex ed is non-existent, but yeah. here it is. And I hope that that, um, that part of whatever sex ed curriculum exists mm-hmm. is expanded. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's a worthwhile conversation to kind of just always sort of be having on the outskirts of, of everything that's going on. I think even as a, cause as a super young person getting sex ed and like having sex for the first time, that was all a really positive experience for me because mm. like, I don't know, I was, I f- was safe in my little suburban area. I liked my first boyfriend very much and I had really good sex ed actually. Like Planned Parenthood came to the school and like oh, wow. gave a big talk Where and was like, up, if you don't mind asking? North Delta. Oh, okay. So, and I graduated in 2003. Okay. So not, I mean, that's yeah, 15 years ago. So a while. So yeah, it just goes. <laughs> and so like, that was all really positive. I only started having really negative experiences into my twenties. Like when, my self-esteem had already taken quite a beating, like uh, from from men. So, mm. yeah. So I, I think like if I if that had been something that I had kept talking about into my twenties, as opposed to just like being I've done that education and I'm finished and nothing bad can happen to me now because I'm a strong empowered woman. Right. But since I stopped talking about it, I was just like, well, I guess this is my fault if <laughs> something bad happened, right? Yeah, and I guess that's that's another reason why sex ed is so important mm-hmm. because. You know, uh, you know, you have that brief window of it, however many times it gets taught in school. And then, you know, once you're in the real world, it's not as if you turn 18 and suddenly know what the fuck you're doing. There's, <laughs> and there's no sex ed continuation in higher education unless mm-hmm. you're taking whatever, you know, specific courses on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you really can't overstate the importance of it in high school. People really need that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good thesis and argument. <laughs> I guess no one's, conclusion. no one's really arguing with it. Well, yeah. maybe in the South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got me thinking, too, about just, like, context, too, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, the persuasion, coercion. Like, over time, I think, you know, you've been in a long-term relationship with someone for a long time. You kind of know when they're in or out or, like, right. maybe, like, you want to... You're in a relationship. You want to have regular sex. Like, maybe someone's not totally feeling it right away, but then they get into it or right. something. Like, those are fine yeah, yeah. and it's not you know. enthusiastic consent yeah no, it is that's consent. so, so, yeah. I, so i've heard some Mindful. folks being like enthusiastic consent like doesn't work for me because i'm you know i've been in a relationship for 20 years so it's not enthusiastic but we do it anyway and i'm just like yeah but you have time so over over time those things are different because right. you already have a long basis of trust or whatever right. you have you know the analogy of the trust bucket you've got lots and lots of pebbles in there it's pretty full sure. like you don't need to but i think like when you're first hooking up with someone, I think it's fine to err on the side of caution until you really get to know that person right. before you can start 
checking out, like, before you can start, like, skipping Before you start ad-libbing. Right. And yeah. yeah, you have to have a certain comfort level before you can wake yeah. up with someone inside you and not be upset about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, like, yeah, people are like, oh, well, they can't, where's the romance, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you just met that person. Like, A, you don't have to hook up immediately when you meet that person. I, and I have done that many times, sure. obviously. No judgment, hey. But you can't, you could. It's a friendly podcast. Yeah, but, you know, you could take their number and meet them another time when you're not totally smashed so that you can figure out, like, if you guys really like each other or not, or, mm-hmm. or even whatever. There's so many different ways that, like, you can just, like, check in with people when you're first getting to know someone. Totally. Because, like... On, on the, like, you know, how do you know that someone's not going to, like, rob your house? Like, it's, Seriously. It's you know, true. like, there's lots of things that maybe you shouldn't get so vulnerable with a stranger right away. Yeah. That sounded judgy, but do you know what no, I mean? No, no, like, no, but just it, about, it's like, about personal safety. Yeah. It's not about, it's, uh, yeah, I've, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with apps like Grinder and Scruff, uh, there are often people who, you know, what's up, can you host? And mm-hmm. that's it. And I'm not saying I've never yep. had a stranger <laughs> over to my house, but every time I did, I was like, I... I felt shitty about it afterwards, not for the like slutty connotations because whatever I'm grown Mm -hmm. and we're safe. But yeah, I let a stranger into my house at three in the morning when I was intoxicated. That's Mm -hmm. not a super safe thing to do, Mm -hmm. even for a big brawny lad like myself. Mm -hmm. But then even just as you're like hooking up with somebody, like you don't know that person. So how do you know what they like without Mm -hmm. checking in? So these people that are like, oh, well, I'm just going to be spontaneous and I'm just going to do all this romantic stuff and not check in and not necessarily get explicit consent. Like, how is that good for anybody? It just doesn't sound fun or, like, good sex. Right. It's <laughs> hard, though. <laughs> you know it's so hard. At, at, at the same time, I know a lot of, um, uh, of like, straight girls specifically who will talk about, like, oh, I hate it when a guy's like, oh, is this okay? It's like, just fucking grab my ass, you oh, know? God, so there yeah. is... I'm totally, yeah. There is a yeah. line of, like, you do want it to feel spontaneous and also feel lusted after. You don't want it to feel so clinical. But, yeah, that's why it's, like... Finding that line is mm-hmm. the important thing in the yeah. most. There's a way thing, to be fucking flirty and talk about what you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's actually pretty fun if you can hit the right tone. For I sure. guess like everyone's, you know, everyone's yeah. Everyone's different. different. <laughs> yeah. Everybody feels different. I think about I think it. I would rather you know if I was like dating a girl, I would rather her be like, oh, you were kind of boring at first, right? Than oh, you totally crossed my boundaries at first. Like, don't you want to err on the side of like a little bit? Right. Well, and I think like I, I'm not sure if it still exists, but I know that like you hear, like when a man, I think when a when a guy goes to bed with someone for the first time, he wants to like wow and amaze and like put it down and and break it in half and all that. Whereas like. <laughs> Women are, st- I think, uh, by and large, still like you don't want to reveal too much too soon because then you seem too well versed or or in practice, and for some reason that's a bad thing. Like you never give your best head the first time you go down on someone. That's oh, fucking insane to me. That. I'm like, men, I'm looking at you. <laughs> men, men, gay men do not feel that way at all. It's a it's a contest essentially every time. So, but I have heard people say that. Like, oh, never let them know you're a freak the first time you go to bed with them. That's, I mean, I don't oh, know. Well. Not my style. Yeah, not my style. <laughs> I, I think, no, I think for me, I, I do resonate, that resonates a bit for me just because, like, I'm terrified of being uh, called too much uh, by someone, whether that's about sex or, like, even romance or something like that. Like, if I seem too enthusiastic, period, uh, I worry about that turning people off because I've heard people say, like, well, oh, that Katie, she's a bit much. Oh, uh, you, I, and that's like, it's a, the sort of common vernacular right now. You hear people say, like, oh, she's a lot. Or, she's, she's so, so extra. extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like that's been said about me a lot. There was uh, the first time I ever met my ex-boyfriend's mom. Um, 
Shout out to Lorraine. Uh, what up, Lorraine? <laughs> what up, Lorraine? <laughs> Hope you're painting something cool today. Um, to be fair, I was being very extra, but I was just so nervous. Mm-hmm. And then she told him after the fact, like, she's nice. She's a little much. And I'm like, this is, that's a horrible thing to say. Lorraine to sounds like a waspy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she all right. She She's got, all right. She got bipolar or something like that. So, like, okay. or whatever, something like that. So, right. I, I just let people get away with being mean to me if they have a mental illness. Oh, <laughs> That's a very real thing that you just. That's very re- revelatory. Yeah. Just a bit. Um, speaking of people saying unkind <laughs> things to me, I have a I have a item from this week that okay. was really funny. <laughs> Napping yesterday at the gym. Uh, and a trainer, his name is James. I'll just like put him on blast right now. Uh, he's, I want to say 24. He's a super sweetie. I really like him. Uh, he said to me yesterday, uh, I checked out your podcast. I was like, Oh, why did you do that? (laughs) That was very stupid of you. He's like, yeah, I had to turn it off after like two minutes. Like, why are you telling me this? And then he was like, yeah. And I, then I looked you up on another podcast and I had to turn that one off after two minutes. I was like, you do not have to tell me. Wow. any of this and then we're just I'm laughing so hard because I'm like this is so inappropriate <laughs> like, yeah. like you goober uh, and then he's like yeah I guess maybe it's just not my thing I was like okay do you want me to go out Stop and buy talking. you a shovel yeah. so you can keep digging this fucking hole dude how's your foot taste you piece of shit yeah <laughs> it was just so funny I'm like dude I know I tell people specifically to not look this up. <laughs> Partially because I think that actually makes them do it more. Mm. Yes. And then when they do, I can say, I told you not to. Yeah. Ergo, you cannot tell me that it was an unpleasant experience for you. That's such a weird thing. Like, I've had people I've had people be like, yeah, I wanted to come to your show, but I just can't stand to watch people on stage. That I get. But to be like, oh, I went to your show and I left after two minutes. I'd be like, fuck you. Why would you tell me that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what my mom said about going to comedy. She's like, I just can't stand to see anyone struggle. <laughs> I was like, Fair that enough. doesn't really demonstrate confidence in my ability. <laughs> but it's fine. She's seen me and she was like, okay, I can come watch you again because I know you're not bad now. <laughs> <laughs> she had to give you some time to like work out the kinks before. <laughs> yeah. Now, now at almost three years, I think uh, my parents can stand to watch me do stand up, which is... You know, fingers crossed. Yeah, my mom. I, my mom was on this podcast, and she's like, "Oh, and I've listened to other episodes." So now, as we're doing this one, I'm just like, "Oh, mom, don't listen to this one." Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. I. Uh, it's fine. I started uh, creating a bit list in the back of my bullet journal, so I can keep track of all of my jokes. And then I made a joke legend and discovered that too many of my jokes are vagina based. Oh, oh, seriously. Oh, when oh, I, when oh. I, when I write a set list, I'm always like, "How are you still just writing dick jokes?" You know, like I'm so. <laughs> peen focused all the time <laughs> and like <laughs> in Katie's joke legend the symbol for dirty joke is a crudely drawn dick and balls I love that I could draw them much better I just thought it was it should be a little icon like but an I, emoji like, I never realized how many dick jokes I have until there was one gig I did at um, XY on Davy Street and, and so they were like too many dick jokes well no it was an audience of like 70% lesbians and like yeah I never realized how much I talk about dicks until I was talking about dicks to an audience that wants to talk about anything but dicks you know so it was that was a wake up call for sure you like, just been like, of course, yeah. I'm, of course, I'm talking about ones that you wear in your harness. Am I right, right ladies? Right, ladies. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can choose any size you like. It's great. No men in the. It's good times. Good. Cool. Woo. Okay, bye. Scissoring, right? Anyways, have a good night. 
<laughs> They'll be like, we don't actually do that. It's, it's, it's like, well, you should. It looks cool. Yeah, and it just sounds fun. Actually, Peter and I, for the longest time, Peter and I scissor. we scissor, you know? No, we like we have this one couch. We now have an L-shaped one so we can, because he's 6'5", I'm 6'2". We're both large people. And so we used to have just this one straight up couch that was probably seven feet long. And so we would have to scissor so that both of us could lay down. <laughs> That's really cute. It was cute. We like, nah, he doesn't have stinky feet. So I didn't mind. <laughs> I was tweeting about this earlier in the oh, week God. where, um, I, cause I read something, somebody had written about, uh, Simon Pegg and Steven, not so yeah, Simon, Simon Pegg and, uh, Nick Frost, okay. the guys from the, uh, Shaun of the Dead and so Nick Fuzz. Frost is the chubby guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then they're like best, best friends yeah. and they used to live together and they lived together so closely that they had to share a bed. And to start with, for the first, like, month, they would sleep head to foot, yeah. and eventually they're like, this is dumb, and they just started cuddling, and then they, then, and it was like, after about four months of this, we would wake up and not know where one of us began and the other ended. <laughs> like, it was just such a comfortable, lovely thing, and so, like, before one of them got married, because I guess his wife uh to be was uncomfortable with them having this level of like physical intimacy they're like okay we have one last time to sleep together Aww, that's the sweetest <laughs> but thing then, but then the two of them divorce so then they can you know snuggle yes. up together again if they want <laughs> yeah you gotta be cute. comfortable with your friends like so i think so i sweet. so i think i tweeted something about how like bros i don't understand the whole like head to foot thing like obviously the genitals still line up which is a seinfeld bit but i'm also just like there are no gay porns that start with like cuddling compared to how many there are that start with huffing athletic socks. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> like that is a genre. That's yeah. a whole genre. You don't have, like, snuggle to fuck or something like that. That's not really something that... Which I feel says a lot about us as a people. Like, I would <laughs> love to see love some, like, some snuggle to fuck porn. I think that would be wonderful. And be loving and sweet. But it's not, like, a category that you search for, whereas, like, uh, twink sniffs daddy bears oh, dirty yeah. socks. Oh. Ugh. The, the Sort of the I'll, I'll keep you up and up on the current trends in gay porn. Please, this is there's, what we brought you here for. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of um, f- like family porn of like daddy fucks little twink and it's and just, like the stepbrothers touch dick. Yeah, I just like I it's don't, in uh, street porn too. Yeah, I guess the, yeah step, the whole stepmom, step like, siblings, step parents. Yeah. That whole, like, we're not yeah. quite related. And there's also, like, there's this... Because when you're on a porn site and there's, like, sort of teasers on the outside or, like, previews, you know, on, on the one side, there's this... No, I one. don't know how no, it No, you've never I've been never to a porn site. Yeah. Um, there's, there's this site now that's called Bromo, and it's clearly meant to be gay brazzers. Oh, okay. So, Frazzers, which is, of course, the really, like, jackhammery, aggressive, finger-fuckery, like, dick-slappy, like, she's always crying a little. And now, I just, like, I don't want that kind of, like, sexual violence to bleed over into gay porn, and I know that some of it already exists, but never in this, like, glossy Mm. and clearly, like, meant-to-be-commercial format, and I hate that. fluorescent lighting. Yeah, just, like, really shiny and just, like... Yeah, the top always has an angry face, and the bottom always has an in pain face, and I just like I don't know. There's it's, no variety. There's no variety. There's no variety. What's the deal? What's the deal with gay porn? Yeah, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Oh fuck. I am um, completely on the side just doing that uh, Jerry Seinfeld voice. Basically, yeah. made me think. Uh, I started watching this. Somebody please feed. I can't remember the name of the guy, but it's a new Netflix show where just the guy is traveling around the world. It's like please feed me, <laughs> uh, and it's very like. In 
inoffensive and I was watching this. I was like, God, this guy reminds me so much of Ray Romano. <laughs> like, I'm just getting such hardcore Ray Romano vibes. And then I like, click out of it and it's like, the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond is on a food quest or yeah. something like that. I was like, that's why he sounds like Ray Romano. Oh. So he's like Ray Romano's so Larry he, David? Yeah. Oh, so he okay. does gay porn. No, I'm just kidding. I was just like, <laughs> trying to like, segue that better in retrospect. It just made me think of it like, oh, what's the deal with my Tom Taka or whatever, like... He's eating in Bangkok. It looked really good. What's Tom Dukas? So speaking of porn, Bangkok. (laughs) There it is. Full circle. Nailed it. That's my favorite genre. It's just bang. Bang. Bring it like the Liberty Bell. But yeah, dick punching, that's my jam. (laughs) Ball busting. Oh my God. I can think the the like cuddle cuddle to fuck porn would totally be like one of those rooms where it's like the apartment with just the glass windows, right? Yeah. And it's like the sun is just rising, so it's that early dawn light and yeah. early white sheets. Sure. And they're like cuddled up and you just see their feet like sticking out from under the covers first and then they like I love it. I think that'd be really cute. <laughs> there's so there's a, a YouTuber named Davy Wavy. Okay. Uh, who makes like a lot of his videos are like, oh, a, a, a straight guy and a gay guy compare penises. Like, they're just like, they're not super interesting or funny. And he's always shirtless and he clearly, like, does chest day four days a week. And I've never been a big fan, but he's starting his own website that's outside of YouTube that's more about, like, uh, gay erotica and sort of videos about certain things. And while I've, like, never really been into his stuff, I'm like, this is a fucking great idea. Because mm-hmm. even, like, even straight people, a lot of them learn about sex through porn, which is not a great way to go about it. But at least, like, in movies, there are, you know, scenes of lovemaking. And it's, you know what I mean? It's not just that. And like, it's in context, Gay men of yeah. my generation, the only gay sex you ever saw on TV was rape on Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it. The HBO prison drama, or you had porn. So this idea of you know, um, making videos that are more about like, it sounds so fucking corny to say, but like eroticism or sensuality or whatever. I, well, I, 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 I guess you don't know us that well no, just yet. <laughs> the word sensuality has always made me uncomfortable or sensual. But anyways, I just, I'm, just I'm intrigued imagine to see a guy, what Imagine a guy, not a guy with a ponytail saying it. You yeah, know, that's the important thing is it go, can't yeah. be Daryl from Kids in the Hall saying sensual. Yeah, or like, fine. as a yoga instructor, adjust your form. He says the word, I just collapse. Oh God. <laughs> you just said adjust your form into this very gentle hand movement and then it I like, like like ball like, cupping. I'm sorry. I just no. I just like I felt like my vagal nerve seize up. I was just like, oh. <laughs> it's just a bad feeling in the body. Like just I'm just gonna gently adjust you. Like don't. They put their hand on the small of your back, and they clearly don't realize how sweaty you are, and they sort of I'm recoil. I'm so but they sweaty can't. there. <laughs> I swear to God, I have like a patch of peach fuzz. It just retains the moisture. Have you constantly. ever taken like hot yoga classes? Never, because I like myself. Oh my God, my I got uh, I got a hot yoga membership, like a one month trial membership for Christmas a few years ago, because I asked for it and um so i it was at y yoga which has hot classes but they're 60 minute they're not 90 like bikram mm-hmm. and so when i the first one i went to all of these people are lining up like 20 minutes before the class starts and so we get in and it's so they can get spots directly against the mirror because they want to watch their form sure whatever and so i was in the back of the room and I was so sweaty within 20 minutes of it that the whole time all I could think about was like, oh, fuck, my puddle's going to touch the mats beside me. Because it was January, so it was super busy. So then for the rest of the month that I was going, I would line up with all of the keeners, but then they would go to the front of the class and I would go to this one spot in the back because it had a wall on one side and a pillar on the other. Uh, so I had a guaranteed eight inches on that one side to make sure that my people. puddle would not contact other people's <laughs> equipment or persons. 
So yeah, hot wow. yoga, not for me. Hot, yeah, not for <laughs> well, me that's either. This place nearby is that it's hot yoga, but it's with an infrared sauna, so it's not as like wet hot the way oh, that okay. some of them are. So I'm curious to try it and see what sure. it is. Report I did. Back, I did Bikrams, and like they had they had you do like you know where you grab your ankle and then you try to do a balance, and I was so sweaty that my legs kept slipping out yep. of my hands. Yep. Like so, then you have to wear like all the way to the floor pants, but then it's so oh, hot. So hot. I I see people at my gym <laughs> on the treadmill wearing like a hoodie sweatpants and a hat and I'm like are you are you trying to drop weight for a fucking fight what are you like <laughs> I can't imagine I gotta go I, I look like I'm playing Aussie rules football anytime oh, I'm at the gym because like, like sleeves too hot pants too hot it's gotta be like yeah, you're wearing the full shirt. bogan <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that game for the life of me but I don't need to because no. all the players are so fucking fine uh, <laughs> Australian and, and New Zealand men playing rugby or Aussie rules football or just swimming or yeah. doing anything absolutely <laughs> sign me up like I like the big beef ones that yeah. play rugby and stuff but I also like the little ones like Taika Waititi <laughs> just like <laughs> give me the Antipodean hotties please but don't talk too much because most of them are really dumb yeah. Not Taika, obviously. There you go. There's your, your hot dummies. Oh, yeah. Hot dummies. Australian athletes. <laughs> oh, they're so hot and so dumb. So hot. So dumb. God bless them. God bless them. Absolutely. $900-eaters. <laughs> Tobias! Have you been using Grindr on data? Amazing. So good. Oh, man. Well, that was really awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Thank Steve. you for having me. This was a blast. Yes. Plug your show again, please. Um, so every Tuesday night at the Junction Pub on Davie Street, it's called Magic Mike Open Mic Night. Um, pros, newbies, musical acts, drag, whatever is all welcome. Uh, the sign-up is always at 7.30, and the show starts at 8, and we're there till 11 p.m. I co-run it with uh, the amazing Ollie Mon. Mm-hmm. So we also check us out. The show. Yes. You should. She's a blast. Do you have any other shows? Because this is coming up this Tuesday. So you have any other shows? This coming that you're Tuesday. Okay. So I am on Wednesday. I will be at the Comedy Mix. Um, and on Saturday, I'm going to be on the Dirty Betty show. Ooh, um, I did Claire, that last month. Yeah, it was lots so I, of fun. Apparently, I'm the first male identifying performer they've ever had on the show. Ooh, so congrats. I'm pretty excited You'll be about great. that. Yeah, so I'm really looking You'll forward to that. You'll crush on that show, I promise. It's just a bunch of really horny people. Yes, sign me up. So really <laughs> looking forward to that. That's where I'll be this week. Nice. Fantastic. And if people want to follow you on any social media so stuff, at, hashtag yeah, right. See all hashtag my gunkle. disgusting hashtags <laughs> as I lose weight. <laughs> hashtag hot ass gunkle. Hashtag scruffy gay. Hashtag insta gay. Hashtag Vancouver gay. No! Hashtag, Stop. hashtag very bright pink in the face. Right. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> yeah. pretty sweaty. Hashtag, hashtag not blushing. Just look like this. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, on Instagram or uh, Twitter, it's at Steve Letts. S-T-E-E-V-L-E-T-T-S. And yeah, that's about it. I don't Snapchat. <laughs> Sure I'm know. too old for that shit. Yeah, no, I gave up Snapchat. Where do you send your ago. dick pictures? Just to myself. Okay. Just to my email inbox at work. <laughs> this is just for uh, posterity in the future when it doesn't work so good. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a few spots I'm monitoring, so just... <laughs> <laughs> is it like you have a Gorbachev dick? <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this tear ass! Tear down this ass! <laughs> <laughs> have a great uh, week, everybody! Yeah, have a wonderful week. <laughs> <laughs>